0: Happy Friday to all on this mid-September day before we take a step into our weekend. You know what time that it's for, right? Time for another edition of the Speaking for Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison.
1: Hello, Adam. It's great to be with you on this Friday. And as anyone who's listened to this for any length of time knows, I like to use this show um, to highlight people um, that are serving God Uh ...with different ministries and the things that God has led them to, and today is going to be one of those days. Today I have the privilege of welcoming my good friend Julie Van Antwerp to the show, and we will get to her in just a moment. But before we do that, let's go to Adam for our quote of the day.
0: Okay. It says here, God did not make a mistake when he chose you to bear Christ's name at this hinge of history. He knew exactly whom he wanted to carry the light of the gospel in the 21st century He wanted you. That is from David Shibley from the Missions Addiction.
1: All right. And I've never read this book. I might have to check it out now that I found this quote. Um, We don't usually think of uh, missions in terms of an addiction, but I guess if you're going to have an addiction, uh, there are worse things to be addicted to. (laughs) Yeah, right. So um, I really was encouraged by this quote because sometimes we think that um, the missionaries from history were these special people. Um, that God used, and no doubt there were special things about them, but the bottom line is they are flesh and blood individuals that God used not because of who they were, but because he chose to show himself mightily through them. It says in Philippians chapter 2 that God worketh in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure, and it is my good pleasure uh, to introduce you today to my good friend Julie Van Antwerp. Julie's been working as an occupational therapist in Washington State for the past few years. And now she is home in West Michigan for a brief time while she raises money to go to Thailand for a two-year term as a missionary. She's been a big blessing to me as a friend, and I'm so thankful that we've been able to stay in touch and that we are uh, reunited in the studio today to talk about this important ministry. So, Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you. I've been looking forward to this for quite a while, so I'll just get started by saying tell us about your growing up years, maybe the family that you grew up with and all of that stuff.
2: I was born to Christian parents. I have two brothers, two sisters. Uh, my parents raised, raised us to love Jesus and to love missions from the very beginning. I was homeschooled from fifth grade to high school graduation, and my love for Jesus has continued to grow throughout my life. Um, my life was pretty normal. Um, nothing spectacular about it, but uh, God has chosen to send me to Thailand. It's an awesome, awesome experience.
1: Well, we will get into that more as we go along. But first, how did you, when did you first come to know Jesus Christ on a personal level?
2: I, I've always loved Jesus. Uh, I was introduced to him from the time I was a baby, but I gave my heart to him when I was five years old. I remember my brother uh, kneeling beside my bed and helping lead me and um, giving my heart to Jesus. And I've served him ever since, and he's the love of my life.
1: I, I have a, a similar story. I came to know the Lord shortly before I turned five with my with my mom um looking on and I've been grateful for that. Been a lot of struggles after that. It hasn't been a perfect road. But God um, is uh faithful. He and, is and he will continue to be. So that brings me to the next question. When did you first feel burdened uh that you were called to go to Thailand?
2: Well I the, the call for Thailand came much later than the call for missions. I was only 16 to 17 years old when I was called uh, to missions. I was reading Psalm 2a, which reads, Ask of me, and I will make the nations your inheritance. And God called me at that time and said, I want you to go. Uh, and before I was 20, God had made it clear that my life and missions would somehow involve my occupational therapy skills. While I was still in college, and that that somehow would be used in a foreign country. In 2012, Alan and Lynette Johnson, veteran missions to Thailand, Thailand shared at my church that they were beginning to build relationships with those of an unreached people group in Thailand. Uh, before I go on about that, though, an unreached people group is an actual definition. Um, Of people who have less than 2% Christians in their group all of Thailand really is an unreached country under that definition but uh, there are people groups within those who have almost no Christians in them at all and no churches whatsoever God has called us as a team to go to one of those people groups and um, change those numbers uh, dramatically but uh, one of those ways that they were reaching this unreached people group was uh, through their children with disabilities. It's a way of building relationships with them and from that being able to reach them with the gospel. Um, And so through that connection, they invited me last summer, well actually in 2012, to apply for a summer in Thailand. I was accepted and spent last summer in Thailand, uh, I spent seven weeks there
1: and um what would you say was the biggest adjustment from going to Western culture to Thailand?
2: biggest adjustment
0: hopefully no snow
2: No, there was no snow. <laughs> yeah. It was quite hot actually. <laughs> it was the rainy season. Uh, So it was very hot and humid, usually in the 90s and humid and uh, rained most days at some point in time, sometimes downpoured. (laughs) So I guess that was the biggest adjustment, carrying an umbrella at all times.
1: (laughs) And and was there a particular highlight of your first trip?
2: Being with the people, being able to share... Um, Something that they desperately needed as um, In the in the poor districts of of Bangkok, which is where I was they um, Their children with disabilities had basically no services most of the children there had Little to no access to therapy little to no access to to support and I was able to come in and with the love of Jesus share with them their um, their, a, a love for them and share simple tools with them that they could use to care for their children, help them develop, help them reach their full potential. And through that, open the way for the gospel to be shared.
1: And that's not unlike Jesus himself, who often used the meeting of physical needs to point out the spiritual needs that we all have. Exactly. You know, and and as great as the physical miracles are in the Bible, that's one thing that I've realized, especially as I've been preaching through the book of Luke recently, is this idea that as great as the healing was and as as open to healing people as he was, his primary goal in the healing was not the physical healing. His primary goal was to use the physical healing as a doorway through which to show their spiritual need. And mm. so I, I just, yes. I, I thought of that as you were talking because that's so like our Lord and we need to be Jesus to others. And it really sounds like you are doing that in a powerful way. So we're excited to see what God's going to continue to do through you. Adam, do you have any questions you would like to ask us or um, ask her?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned here that you're going to be going on the uh, two year term here, the trip as a missionary. Yes. Uh, will you be doing kind of the same things as that first seven-week trip, or what is this? Uh, what is to be expected of this next two-year trip that you're going on to Thailand?
2: Uh, I'll be doing many of the same things. Part of um, part of why I was able to be so effective this trip was uh, I had interpreters with me, missionaries the uh, church I partnered with. Uh, we were able to go in, but uh, important part of what I'll be doing is learning the Thai language, which is a oh, tonal wow. language. It's a really cool language, but, um, I'll be learning that language. I'll be learning the culture, uh, so I'll be more effectively be able to share the gospel to them in terms that they understand. Um, and then I will also be doing the same things going into the poor areas in Bangkok, uh, and reaching out to their children with disabilities and sharing the gospel as I build relationships with the families there. One thing really cool that happened, um, in the fall of last year. After I left in August of last year, um, shortly after that, the missionary I'll be serving under, the, Alan Johnson, was able to go back in and visit the families that I had worked with during the summer. One of those families um, was one of these unreached people groups. And um, she, I, he was able to share gospel with her a little bit and pray he found out that uh, the mother had thyroid problems the father had heart problems and the grandma was sick in some way as well and when he asked if he could pray for them they said yes and um, the mother come to find out when he came and visited her again had had two thyroid tests and they both came back normal Wow. god had healed her and shown his power to them and that opened the way for the gospel to be preached and to be shown and to show god's power and that's the kind of um work and effect we can have through just sharing our gifts what god has given us
1: uh to the people of the world very cool that is that is very neat um and I know that one of the things that you are trying to do while you are here at home is to raise support. So, how is that uh, whole endeavor going?
2: That's going well. Um, in, um, I'm actually about half the way there. Okay, it's fantastic. God has been very faithful. I. My um current team is doing well. It has been very, very generous, and um, it's been an amazing journey. Um, one thing I want to share though, is that not there are three roles that are, need to be filled to share the gospel with the world. There is the work of the- of the missionary that goes there is but there are also two roles. That actually require you to stay home there's the role of supporting a missionary financially and there's the role of supporting a missionary in prayer all three are needed in order to reach uh, the world with the gospel but only one of them requires you to go and that's something I I never realized when I was younger I thought to be called to missions meant to go only but actually what it means is to make sure that the gospel is shared to the world and two of those rules require to stay home so um, I'm about half the way through uh, I need just over a thousand dollars in monthly commitments before I can go to break that down what that looks like is for example I need need roughly three people to give a hundred a month six to give 50 a month and about 18 to give 25 a month or some combination thereof. And then at that point I'll be able to go.
1: All right. Well, that sounds good. And that will lead naturally to, do you have a website or some other way which we can donate?
2: Yes. The easiest way to give is online. Actually, uh, the easiest way to explain how to get there is there's a website that my uh, mission organization has set up for me that is kind of a Grand Central station. There's a way to give on that station, there's prayer requests on that uh, site, there's uh, a little blurb on what I'm doing there. Uh, the website is www.agmd, as in dog, org, slash, forward slash you, forward slash Julie in Thailand. All one word.
1: And we will make it a little easier for you by hunting that down for you and placing it on the blog that will accompany this podcast so that you can go there and get all the information you need to donate. And I would encourage you to do so. And uh, I hope that uh, a lot of you will do that. So thank you.
2: Thank you. And at the bottom there, I wanted to explain, there's a little on the bottom of that website, there's a button that says Give Now. If you click on that, that will bring it to my organization's giving website and will bring it directly to my page. Under that, you'll have different choices to give. Fill in something of your own or click a few choices. At the bottom, you can either choose to give now, um, for a a one-time gift or set up recurrent gift for the monthly commitments, which is uh, far more important of the two to give. That will be what will, um, be the important thing before I can can go to Thailand. Okay. And um, there you can also sign up for newsletters and all sorts of other things on my website.
1: Very cool. All right. No it's, proud. It, it's very neat how technology allows us to, say, to stay so connected. Um, I know it was really neat. I didn't talk to her much, but it was neat that we were able to stay in touch even though she was in Thailand. Had to be a little cognizant of the time difference, but other than that, it was... <laughs> It's just really neat that you can stay in touch with people regardless of how far away they are. Yes. And so I, I hope to continue to do that and to watch what God does. And likewise. Um, and you already uh, mentioned a little bit about this because you mentioned that you were reading in the Psalms when you were first convicted that missions was your direction to go. Um, did you have anything uh, else to add as far as a favorite Bible verse um, or that kind of encourages you as you are getting ready to go on this trip?
2: Yes. Um, our regional verse has been a very big encouragement to me. Um, my organization in the region that we're in, it, the verse is Isaiah fifty-eight ten through 11a. If you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun scorched land and will strengthen your frame.
1: Well, it doesn't get much better than that. And that (laughs) is convicting to me because I have to be honest and tell you that the day of this recording session has been one of my rougher days and so it's kind of encouragement to carry on. I think the Mm -hmm. I think the devil knows some of what we're trying to accomplish. On This podcast and what I'm trying to do through my ministry and um, I had to be reminded that it's not about me. It's about him working through me and that he will open the doors that he wants to open and the doors that he chooses to leave shut are shut for a reason. So I thank you um, for the encouragement of those verses. We did not collaborate ahead of time. Uh, It just happened to be something that God knew I needed to hear. And so that is just another example of the way God works and how he is always at work, even when we don't feel like he is working. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been such a thrill to have you in the studio and and to hear about your uh, Thailand adventures that you've had in the past and what you are anticipating for the future. And uh, we know that you are waiting for your support, but do you have a goal time um, to when you would like to be on that plane to Thailand?
2: Yesterday?
0: Can't come soon enough.
2: (laughs) Realistically, though, um, I'm looking. I'm hoping for uh, sometime in late October or sometime in November, but it might not be until the uh, very first part of the new year.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we will be praying for you, and hopefully, it will be uh, soon. Um, We know that it will be. at the right time that God wants you there. And so that's the most important part. And as, as you pray for me to have patience in God's work in my life, I will pray for you to have patience in God's work in your life and that he will accomplish all that he has set forth for you to do. Um, do you have any final advice for our listeners as, um, many of them may be seeking what it is that God has for them in their life and not really sure what the next step is. Any final advice?
2: I do. My advice for you, for everyone, is to love Jesus with all your passion, with all everything within your being, is to pursue Jesus. Out of that will grow what he has called you to do in life. He is faithful. He is just to... Um, let you know what he wants you to do. And as long as you are pursuing him, the other things will come, become clear.
1: All right. As it says in the book of Psalms, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yes. And that's in Psalm 37, which the whole psalm is very good for these things. So I would encourage you to, to look at Psalm 37 as well. All right, Julie, well, it's been great to have you here. We thank you for coming, and we thank everyone out there for listening. Please continue to share this podcast with your friends. If you have any feedback for us, you can leave us a voicemail on the blog, and we will share it in a future show. Uh, If you would like to leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher, we would really appreciate that as well. We hope that you will have a great weekend, and as I always say, keep serving the best of Master's.